Captain on deck. Greetings from inside the simulacra. Captain Hicks here. And, uh, you know, this, uh, you know, the water cooler's back. And the reason, the reason is we got George R. Martin in the corner. He's weighing in at 455 pounds. He's blowing some bubbles. These big, giant bubbles, and he's jumping on a trampoline because... He, he doesn't have to write anything for a little while. And uh, they took that narrative from uh, Fire and Blood and they turned it into House of Dragons. And I'm pumped. I'm pumped. And I was very nervous uh, for a lot of different reasons, uh, especially because of the end of uh, Game of Thrones, right? I mean, when they didn't have the source material, it was a disaster. I mean... The first season, you know, most people, most people listening to this, well, there's not many people listening to this, but most people that will listen to this um, will say, well, everybody watched Game of Thrones. Well, everybody watched Game of Thrones at the end, okay, and at midpoint, but not many people were, like, watching the first episode, excited about the first episode, because not, not many people outside of the fanboy geeks that that read this kind of stuff like me um who had read the george rr R. martin books and they were just tremendous and most i mean did did he get everything you, you can't get everything that was in those books because there was just too much in it even martin said gosh why did i make it seven kingdoms i couldn't i have just made it five kingdoms because it was the attention to detail that separated Martin. You know, the coat of arms and the languages and the religions and, uh, you know, the, 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 the topography, the history. I mean, it was the most, I wouldn't say, you know, other than Tolkien. There's been some other fantasy writers that have done uh, deep work. But I say for popularity and complexity, Martin is the best since uh, Tolkien, and 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 just a very mod. It was very modern, right? How we're how we're dealing uh, with this uh, global, um, you know, economic situation, and and you know the globalism in the world, and 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 there, you know, the seven kingdoms, like it's the G seven, right? And uh, there's some parallels like Tolkien, you know, used the Fellowship of the Ring was was the allies going against the access of Sauron and Saruman. And and we, we have a lot of those same, um, you know, parallels and archetypes in this story. So when when Game of Thrones ended weekly, you know, season eight was not. You know, there, they had its moments. I mean, don't get me wrong. It had its moments, but it didn't have the complexity of storytelling. It didn't uh, It didn't have the je ne sais quoi of the earlier seasons. The first, every season of Game of Thrones was incredible until we got past the source material. And maybe, you know, there's a petition to re reshoot the, the last season. There's also a petition. They're also talking about rebooting the whole thing. I think all of that is nonsense. We're, we're too close to it to be rebooting something that came out in 2011. But the House of Dragon, 
if anybody read um the tale of the song of of um fire and blood i think that was called song of fire and blood fire and blood this the the history of the targaryens and it was it was a hard read for a lot of people because it was a narrative and it was a narrative from the maesters and what we what they were able to do to turn that into a series in this in this way and and and, and they gave it a lot more flavor so this is the actual event see we 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 surmised what the events were because of the maesters um uh, depiction and also there's a character that has not shown up yet and i hear is not going to show up the first season he's my favorite character of uh fire and blood and that's mushroom he is a, a he's a dwarf with an oversized head and he's deformed and he's this pervert um uh, cretin you know womanizing boozing just just a, a heathen but he's funny as all out he really he is the most entertaining character of the whole book and hopefully he shows up at some time because one of the things I would say that I don't like about House of Dragon is there's not a lot of that comic relief. And the formula, it's it's kind of like the Star Wars prequels, right? The They did have Han Solo. See, Han Solo really kind of made the, the uh, you know, four, five, and six magical. Because you got to have a little humor. And... And, and and Jedi's don't they're not funny, right? You know, Qui-Gon Jinn and and, and, and Obi-Wan really weren't that funny. And so what made Game of Thrones is you had, you know, the Tyrion, Tyrion would muck it up, and Jamie was sarcastic, and and uh, you know, every once in a while, um you you'd have you'd have these you know, humorous breaks, right? And with Hordor, you know, and it just there was there was a lot of really real fun moments there, and House of Dragons is very serious. It's a very serious tale, very well done, very well constructed. The sets, the uh, matte paintings, the special effects, uh, the casting has been tremendous. But the look of it, cinematography, all that, it has that same feel, the same way it was shot, same type of cinema cinematography same kind of pacing um but it's all told through the, the 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 story of the targaryen family and they didn't really rise to power it was the valerians that were the main house um 300 years prior to game of thrones right and so that 300 years prior to game of thrones was the rise of the targaryens because before that, it was old Valeria and the Valerians. So, and they'll probably get into that at some point. I think the um, the prequel that bombed, they paid $30 million for a prequel that starred Naomi Watts, and that bombed. Well, it, it just, it, it's like uh, it's like Batgirl. It, it was never allowed to be shown. Supposedly, Martin wasn't even able to see it. So... When this came out, a lot of us were worried. And two in, you know, the first one, it was just so good to be back in the universe, especially after we lost 
my water cooler shows, you know, Stranger Things and Better Call Saul. So to have something else and, and, and uh, you know, Rings of Power is not exciting me. So to have something come back, I was, I, I was really, I'm really pumped about. And to see the dragons from the beginning really levels this thing up. Um, and it's, it's different because in the Game of Thrones, they're focusing on seven kingdoms, seven different families and other factions like the Night's Watch and, and um, you know, not even just only Westeros, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's more dynamic that way. So to have it only focused on the Targaryens and the, the battle, you know, of the Sirius and, and Daemon, which is almost like halfway through the um, Fire and Blood book. There's a lot of other things that happened um, with the first Aegon and Magor. And there's some really interesting things, uh, but that that book's not for everybody because of the, the style. But where they came in, the Dance of Dragons, the Civil War of the Targaryens, it's kind of funny how you know there's a lot of talk of you know civil war or tribalism and polarized extremism in this day and that's the same themes that martin focused on here and and hbo focused on here the showrunners focused on is this division this these different factions within the targaryen clan going to war and how there was you know many dragons i I don't want to give any spoilers but you know it really it goes to show when you have infighting, how it really weakens your position. And so this is really going to show why the Targaryens were in the position they were at the beginning of Game of Thrones because of how they handled this age. And, you know, there's a lot of actors in here that, you know, they're not your household names, but the cast is dynamite. Uh, you know, Patty. Uh, as Viserys, he's he's perfect, and he hasn't been in a lot of things. Uh, Rills Effens, uh, he he's been in a lot of things in the past uh, as the Hand of the King, Otto uh, Hightower, and um, I, I'm just happy to see him um, in in a role that's it's going to be a career defining role. I mean, anybody that's in something like this, they uh, they tend to to end up being their career defining roles and uh you know the, again these guys are, have, have been in a lot of things i think he was the lizard in uh spider-man that that shitty spider-man movie with uh garfield that you know uh, i wasn't a fan of the, the the garfield spider-man movies but he was a pretty good do- uh, doctor dr connors in that uh but he's 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 been in a couple of things. I remember he's in the five year engagement. He uh, he played the bastard that that tried to swoop in on uh, uh, Jason Siegel's girl, Emily Blount. Ooh, I hope she's this is uh, fantastic. I hope she's the Invisible Woman. But he he's been in some things, and 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 the guy that really is is the and and he was you know he steals the show is uh the guy that was doctor who I and mean, he he was doctor who for a little while i'm not a big doctor who guy but i knew matt smith he's been in some other things that you'll recognize um but he is just dynamite as damon they nailed the casting and he's always plays a bastard uh in in uh, last night in soho 
he played a real shithead um but he's so good at it he really is a good he's a good baddie with heart you know he's your he's your he's he's more of a neutral or like like chaotic neutral kind of guy that just ends up breaking bad because he's you know and he plays that so well this guy is gonna be a big player going forward uh, after this series wraps and i don't even know how many seasons this series is supposed to be i can't see it being as long as game of thrones i think this is going to be a limited series because i know they're going to do um the john snow spinoff is getting a lot of play and they, they've got so many spinoffs they want to do for this but i think john snow is going to make more sense i from what i read i think uh, in the in the novel i think this has got three maybe four seasons max but they are going at a very slow pace so you never know and they might be able to add in some other elements that gives it a little bit of filler but i don't want filler you know i want good solid straight storytelling and i think the first season is just going to be a build-up um to to full out civil war in in the second season that's that's kind of what i see going right now some of the things i don't like let me tell you what well first of all i don't think they have enough comedic elements to this to make it even rival game of thrones uh opening credits is always like something i really dug about game of thrones the opening credits for this is in the i i think it's in um dragonstone I don't, I'm not even sure exactly what castle is, but you're just going down the halls and the blood is dripping and there's the different sigils of the different characters. And it's just not as interesting. It's not as compelling. I would scrap that shit immediately and get to something else. Season two, I bet they're going to change the opening credits. Um, uh, Cassie, I can't really say that there's anybody I really don't like in the casting. Um, I think what they did, the young princess, uh, Millie Adcock is awesome. Awesome. Um, so, you know, I mean, a lot of people are, there's a lot of talk about, uh, you know, an African-American Targaryen, but, you know, I, I don't think, I don't think it, uh, it, if you read the story, I think that um, Corliss being a Valerian, you, you think, oh, he looks like a Targaryen. He's actually a Valerian. So that, that can make sense. And I think that's cool. Uh, I'm glad. I, I don't want to have any spoils, but, you know, is if, if Viserys did what uh, Corliss wanted, that would have been really creepy. And I wouldn't have liked that, even though it's a fantasy world and there's different customs. I, I wouldn't have liked that. But, uh, you know, there was just there's a couple scenes even even when they were on the beaches with what was going on with the crabs and, and that was really uh, really sensational really really terrifying but overall I think this is a winner I I saw that you know there's some of these websites that just like to bag on everything you know. If you bang on everything, you can't enjoy anything anymore. You can't just hate to hate. Uh, and this show has, you know, a little bit of uh, identity politics, a little woke, a little bit. But so did was Game of Thrones a little bit. And that's okay. Diversity is okay. We need some diversity. 
uh, we need to have some strong female characters where it all makes sense. You know, can't be like they had Anna de Armas in that gray man. And she was kicking all these fellas. Anna de Armas is, I want to find out. I think she's like 5'2", and she weighs like 89 pounds. And she had this equipment on her that looked like it was about 90 pounds. And she's running around and doing karate. And this it's just not plausible. But the way Game of Thrones does it, it is, it makes sense. It feels authentic. And so I love how we do the diversity in Game of Thrones. I think it's brilliant. And I love the strong female characters that Martin has created. And it's all from the source material. So you just got to go with it, guys. Can't hate everything, games geeks and gamers. You can't hate everything, Doomcock. You can't hate everything, Nerdorotic. You can't. You just, it's just not cool. Get a fun. This is a good show. Uh, is it as good? No. And because it's one family, we're focusing on one part of the universe. Which Game of Thrones? We could have done a season of just about the Starks or just about. Um, the Baratheons are just about, um, uh, you know, the Targaryens. I mean, you could have done that about Targaryens, but, uh, you know, I the Lannisters. I mean, the Lannisters, you could have done two seasons on the Lannisters that were so interesting. But my my thing is there's the, the it's a little too serious, and I'm, I'm digging it so far, but we need Mushroom. This character I was telling you about, this, this dwarf that is the fool of the king's court. We desperately need Mushroom. We need to do a fan petition. We need to have some humor in this thing. We need to have light and light and lighter moments. And, and we had that. Almost every faction had a little bit of lightness to go with the dark. It can't just all be the dark. You can't have, you, you can't have, you gotta have the sweet to have the sour. So I think they do need to break it up a little bit. And that would be, you know, just a couple things I don't like, but for all, for all intents and purposes, it's fabulous. It's fabulous. And uh, I think we'll look back at some of the other spinoffs and prequels, sequels that they do. And we'll say House of Dragon was, was fine, fine work. And um, I can't, uh, I can't really, you know, find much there's there's a couple elements to this that has a um it's a slow burn this is a slower burn it's not going to be as exciting but it has dragons and it has these dragons from the from the kickoff and that's what really kind of elevates it and hopefully they 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 develop the characters a little bit more and we 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 can get to that point where it was a little lighter uh, and, and those lighter elements uh, is what we liked about Game of Thrones too. So, um, you know, there, there was, it was fun uh, making fun of Theon, you know, uh, Greyjoy, And it was, and see him just tormented. And there was just a lot of, a lot of interesting elements. There's some of that in this. I think they're going to have to add in some other things Martin put in and they're going to have to create, some elements to make it a little bit more mainstream and not, not because the way this is going, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be fans only. 
And I don't think HBO wants a fans only thing. So they're going to have to broaden it out a little bit. So, but, but never forget to. Open your eyes. <laughs>